What is up, podcast community? My name is Michael Chernow, and this is the Creatures of Habit podcast. Habits are everything, and on this show, I will be interviewing some of the most inspiring, motivated, and high-performing humans on the planet to learn about the daily habits, routines, and rituals that help keep them focused, determined, on top of their game, and ultimately, happy. My journey from the depths of addiction and misery to success as a family man and serial entrepreneur was only made possible by replacing bad habits with great ones. And my mission in life today is to share that story and the story of others with you to bring value and life-changing tools to as many people as possible. So sit back, relax, and pay attention because what you hear in this podcast today can potentially change your life. Let's go. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Creatures of Habit podcast. This episode is going to be a little bit different. Today, I am going to talk to you all about my personal habits, my routines, my rituals. This is why I created this podcast. I believe so much in the decisions we make on a daily basis consistently are ultimately what determines success or failure in our lives. Now, I'm not saying failure is bad because we are all going to fail. We are all going to have losses. But I am saying that if you are self-aware and you are able to commit to stacking wins, aka positive habits, from the beginning of your day, your chances of success throughout the rest of your day are simply greater. So, I have a very, very, very structured morning routine. I want to walk you through what I've done for the last probably, well, the last many years. I don't don't know how far back it goes exactly the way I'm going to explain it to you. But recently, over the last six months, I have made a change. And so I want to talk to you about that as well. But I want to walk you through my morning routine, what really got me to where I am today. I am an early riser. I believe in rising before the sun. Why do I wake up at 4.45? People ask me that question all the time. Why do you wake up between 4.45 and 5 a.m.? Like, why is that so important to you? And my answer is because I am a selfish person, just like most of us. However, I don't want my selfish tendencies to impact time with my family and business. I want to be able to truly enjoy without any guilt, self-love, and self-care every single day. So I wake up an hour and a half earlier to two hours earlier than the rest of my family so that I can focus the beginning of my day solely on me. No distractions, no guilt, no, oh, I shouldn't be doing this right now while my wife and kids are hanging out in the kitchen. None of that. I wake up super duper early because it is a win. It gives me an opportunity to really fulfill my self-love and self-care actions. So the first thing I do every single morning is I wake up between 4.45 and 5 a.m. I do not set an alarm. My body is just in tune with waking up at that time. The first thing I do once I'm awake is I peel back my sleep mask. Sometimes I open my eyes. Sometimes I don't, but I smile from ear to ear. I literally, I force a smile on my face first thing in the morning, a big shit-eating grin smile. It's awkward. 
Still, I've been doing it for years. It does not feel amazing right away. But I hold that smile for about 15 seconds and I start to think of things I'm grateful for. I do a, a pretty much do a mental gratitude list. At about 10 seconds, I truly start to feel optimism and positivity like wash over my body. So much so that I start to laugh. Like I get an out loud laugh first thing in the morning. It's so hard to laugh at ourselves, but it feels so good to be able to do it. And so at about 10 to 15 seconds, that's when I get an out loud laugh and I really do start my day injecting positivity forcefully so that any anxiety, any doubt, any negative self-talk that's right there waiting for me to fucking wake up gets arrested immediately. I really, really believe in this little habit. It takes 15 seconds out of your day that could potentially change how your whole entire day pans out. So right after I do this 15 second smile in the morning, I snap up, I get out of bed with intention. I don't like mosey out, like I literally sit up very quickly, I turn around, I put on my slippers and I walk into the bathroom. The bathroom is right inside my bedroom. So I walk into the bathroom nice and quiet because my wife is still sleeping. I get into the bathroom typically if I'm competing for a competition, I'm very structured about weighing myself first thing in the morning because that's a big part of competing uh, in most of the different sports that I've competed in. So I'll take a piss and I'll weigh myself. Uh, but if I'm not competing, I don't do that. I'll take a piss and I won't weigh myself. Weighing myself just has become part of my routine because of the competition part of my life. I immediately brush my teeth. I floss my teeth, I use a water pick. I love a water pick. I didn't floss my teeth for years. Full transparency, no shame. Although now that I do it, I do feel shame around it. But I, I did not floss my teeth for a, for a long time, maybe once every six months. And that's just because I didn't do it. I didn't like doing it. It took time, you know. And then somebody said, you know, oh, you gotta try out this water pick. And so I bought, I bought this water pick and now I love flossing my teeth. I floss my teeth twice a day with the water pick, feels good. I feel like a human being, a responsible human being that takes care of his hygiene. Um, and so I floss my teeth in the morning, I brush my teeth in the morning, and then I wash my face with ice cold water. Uh, I have a skincare routine that I've been doing for the last probably year and a half. I never, I never took care of my skin. I never thought to take care of my skin. I only washed my face with like Irish Spring bar soap and I'm getting a little older. I'm in my I'm, I'm, I'm in my early 40s now. Somebody sent me a skincare uh, package and I started using it. And what did I find out? I found out that, well, it's probably smart to start taking care of my skin and moisturizing my face because I've never done it before in my life. But also it made me feel good. Like it actually made me feel good to wash my face, to moisturize my face, to use a serum on my face, to use a toner on my face, like really taking these steps to actually provide myself with like a self, like a true self-care, self-love habit in the morning, um, and that actually will make my skin healthier, makes me feel good. So I have a full skincare practice that I do every single morning, right after I brush and floss my teeth, and then I hit my knees, and I have a prayer practice that I've been I've been saying or using for you know 18 years now, uh, a really really long time. I am not a religious dude. I am a spiritual person, and really for me it is about asking for help. 
I, along with many, many, many other people, probably you listening or watching this, struggle to ask for help. We probably don't ask for help as much as we need help. And if we just got comfortable asking for help more regularly, regularly, we would progress further. So I was taught a long time ago that if I start my day with humility, ask the universe for help in any way possible, not for the car, not for the home, not for the wife, not for the, you know, like all the fancy stuff, but just help me be a better person, help me be of service, help me be better. Um, and so I have a prayer practice that I say every single morning on my knees in the bathroom. It's about, takes me about two to three minutes. And then I go right from my prayers into push-ups, and I do 50 push-ups every single morning straight. Uh, it took me a little while to get to 50 push-ups. I've been doing push-ups for a very long time, but I hope to be doing 50 push-ups every single morning till the day I die. That's why I do those 50 push-ups. It gets the blood pumping. It's a, it's a challenge. It still is a challenge, and it makes me feel alive first thing in the morning. This podcast is brought to you by, you guessed it, Creatures of Habit. Creatures of Habit is a lifestyle and wellness brand. We launched the brand with a product called The Protagonist. It is a superhuman oatmeal. It is not just regular oatmeal. It is plant-based, dairy-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, packed with 30 grams of plant-based protein, omega-3 fatty acids, vitamin D3, probiotic, digestive enzymes, truly the best thing you can put in your body to kickstart your day Used as a pre-workout meal or a post-workout meal. This is a meal, everybody. This is not a snack. This is a meal. It is perfect for on the go. Use promo code K-O-H-P-O-D-20, the number 20. That's K-O-H-P-O-D-20 at checkout when you pop over to creaturesofhabit.com. That is creatures with a K, creaturesofhabit.com. We appreciate you. We love you. And now on to the pod. As soon as I'm done with my push-ups, I sneak, I get up, I sneak past my wife in bed, and I make my way down to the kitchen. The first thing I do when I get downstairs is I drink 22 ounces of water with pink Himalayan salt and lemon. So I take half a lemon, and I do this the night before, actually, half a lemon, pink Himalayan salt, three pinches, put it into a 22-ounce jar, shake it up, and I throw it in the fridge. I used to do it room temperature, and for whatever, you know, for whatever reason, I, I now like drinking it cold. So I have 22 ounces of ice-cold uh, lemon salt water, and then I drink my athletic greens right after that, and then I, uh, I light a candle. <laughs> uh, I light a candle at the kitchen nook. I light a nice scented candle. Why do I light a candle? Because it's dark in my house. I don't want to turn on the lights uh, to wake anybody else up. And I genuinely love scented candles. I love, I, I love being able to set an environment for absolute comfort for me while I'm doing these things that I don't need to do. I'm doing these things to make me a better human being. So I light a candle. The light that comes from the candle is really warm. It's, it, it makes me feel good. Again, this is all about indulging in myself for, with, with the hopes of just being better for the day. Light the candle. Um, I go over to my coffee, uh, my, my tea kettle, and I put some water on. I turn on the tea kettle. Uh, it's an electric one. It'll hold the temperature for me. And then I walk back over to my kitchen table where I've got my candle lit, and I meditate. 
I meditate for 10 minutes. Sometimes that meditation could be guided. Sometimes that meditation is just me counting to 100 really comfortably where I'll breathe in through my nose and out through my mouth or in through my nose and out through my nose depending on how I feel. Um, all these breaths are belly breaths so I'm breathing in through my nose, right into my stomach, not into my chest, not into my into my uh, into my diaphragm, right into my gut, um, and I'll do that a hundred times. That takes somewhere between ten and twelve minutes, depending on how long uh, my breaths are. Uh, and then sometimes I'll just do breath work, and and it's typically guided. So that'll be like series of you know different breaths in, different breath holds. Um, I try not to do like intense breath work in the morning. It's it's really more about you know long slow breathing for me, um, just waking up the senses. And so I'll meditate for 10 minutes. When I'm done with my meditation, my water's hot. Um, I prepare the night before my coffee, ready to grind. So my coffee's in my grinder. I hit the grinder, grind my coffee, put my coffee into my pour over, and then start making my coffee, um, gearing up for my journaling. I make my cup of coffee. I add a little coffee enhancer to it from a company called MindRight that I love. I love MindRight. Um, I add my coffee enhancer. Uh, it's just like, you know, nootropics basically, brain food. And I go sit down and I open up my journal and, and, uh, and I start journaling for the day. Uh, my journal consists of a number of things, a daily planner, which is where I plan my day out every 15 minutes from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. I, I believe in planning my day, not on my phone, not in my calendar, although it still exists in there. I love handwriting my day out because it really does allow me to retain what I'm actually going to be doing that day. Um, and also, another thing that I love about handwriting my, my day out is if, I, if it's two o'clock in the afternoon and I need to figure out what I've got going on for the rest of the afternoon, meeting-wise, you know, uh, whatever, if I go grab my phone and open up my calendar in my phone, chances are I'm going to get stuck in an email, a text, social media, something. Sometimes I'll, I, I won't even get to the 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 problem I'm trying to solve because I get sucked in four different directions as soon as I pick up the phone. So I really do try to eliminate the amount of times I pick up my phone throughout the day to see what's going on in my calendar. That's why I have it written out in my journal and I write it every morning. And it also feels really good. It feels really good to write out my day, to know exactly what's happening, to know how much time I'm spending on each specific thing. Uh, and then Right after I write out my, my, my day, um, I will get prompted to ask a few, you know, ask a few questions. Um, you know, victory from yesterday, place I could have been better yesterday, a couple of people that made my day yesterday or a couple of people that I was of service to yesterday. Um, it'll ask me what are my top three most important things that I need to accomplish it's not saying today, it's saying, what are the top three most important things that I need to accomplish in my life right now? And sometimes I'll write those three things. It's amazing when I get to draw a line through those things, but those top three, those big three could potentially be the big three for months. Raising money for my business. Excited for my son to get you know the next belt in karate um, and helping him get there. You know, things like that, like really important things for me in my life that I'm trying to accomplish over time. 
right underneath the big three is my ongoing to-do list, little tasks that give me an opportunity to draw lines through things like feeling, allowing me to feel accomplishment every single day. Uh, those to-do lists sometimes bleed over to the next day and the day after, and sometimes they some things sit on there for a week if I can't if I can't get to them, or if it's just taking longer than I would have hoped for, I will just add those things to the very next day. But I like having a to-do list. I like having my big three. And then, of course, I finish with any thoughts that I want to get down on paper. Free flow writing is the last piece of my journal uh, entry for the day. And sometimes I write one sentence. Sometimes I write a monologue. Uh, but it gives me a real opportunity to just uh, to, 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 to get the thoughts from in between my two ears onto paper, making them a bit more real. When things stay in your head, chances are you forget about them, A. B they don't feel real because they're in your head and typically our thoughts don't necessarily come to fruition until we take action on them. So I think about if I've got if I've got a bunch of stuff going on in my head and I actually want to take action and see some results, I take them from thoughts down to paper. Doesn't mean I'm going to I'm going to actually pursue them, but it gives me an opportunity to actually see them, make them real um, so that they're not just sitting sitting in the in the dome piece. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing my journal. At that point, it's about 6.15 or so, something like that. Um, and my older son, Finn, will make his way downstairs before my wife and my other son, Dakota. If he doesn't get down there by the time I'm done journaling, I read as much as I can, and it typically is somewhere between three and five pages or 10 minutes. But uh, when my son, Finn, comes down, that is my segue from... Selfish life, self-care, self-love, all me, all me, hard, hard line, all my family. Hard line, boundary. I shut the book. I shut the journal. I put it away. I am focused on my family at this point. And I can honestly say that is one of my, one of the absolute best feelings I get every single day when that little dude walks his way over to me, comes into my lap and curls up in my lap. We, he barely says anything. He literally just sits there and, and we cuddle <laughs> and we cuddle. And sometimes it could be 30 seconds. Sometimes it could be five minutes. I live for that. I live for that. I really do. And for the next hour between 6.30 and 7.30, it's all about my family my wife and kids, you know, they tend to eat a different breakfast than I do. I am typically intermittent fasting or, or fasting before I train. I like to train fasted every day, but I'm focused on them and only them. I'm not, I haven't even opened up my phone yet. The only thing that I'll open up my phone for in the morning is either to snap a photo of the time I wake up because I really do like sharing that as motivation for people that are trying to get on, you know, get on the path. Um, so I'll take a, I'll snap a photo of, of, of my, of the time I woke up. Sometimes, you know, I'll need my phone for a guided meditation, but I really do not indulge in the phone until after 7.30. So some days my wife takes my kids to school. Some days I take my kids to school. On the days that I take my kids to school, I throw them in the car, drive them to school, which is very, very close to my house. And I head to the gym. I'll head to the CrossFit gym. On the days that my wife takes them to school, uh, I, at 7.30, she leaves to take them to school. I, I'm either going to CrossFit or I go to work out in the gym in my garage. And then right after training, I train every single, I train six days a week. I love training. 
I absolutely love fitness. Fitness is such a huge part of my life. People would say, oh, you know, you, you overtrain, you train too much, six days too much, sometimes I like to train seven days. Whatever, that's for me. I love training, it makes me feel good. I've already won, so by the way, like before 6.30 in the morning, I've won like 15 times already. I've stacked all these wins, all these wins I've stacked, un uninterrupted, like really giving me an opportunity to solely focus on Michael Chernow, the winner. That is what I'm thinking at that time. And I say it's a selfish time for me because I would not be able to do it with my family awake. And if I did do all those things with my family awake and somebody like saw a video of that, potentially they'd be like, oh my God, that guy's like, he's like doing all these things and his kids are just like sitting there and you know. I, I, I sacrifice my the early morning so that I can accomplish that stuff. But I wanna put a plug out there for this idea that self-care and self-love done consistently specifically early in the morning, makes us better human beings. It makes us better human beings. And a byproduct of me being a better human being is being a better father, being a better husband, being a better business owner, being a better son, better brother, better everything. So yes, it is a self-indulgence, the stuff that I just walked you through. It's self-indulgence, but I am a better human being for it. I'm a much better human being for it. I live for it. I know that I show up in life so much better and have so many more opportunities to make better decisions, to excel, to progress, to develop relationships if I do these things in the morning. And so I just wanted to mention that, like I say selfish, yes, because if I was, if you saw that me doing all these things in a row with other people around, it would look selfish but it's actually selfless. This podcast is brought to you by, you guessed it, Creatures of Habit. Creatures of Habit is a lifestyle and wellness brand rooted in functional nutrition. The protagonist is a superhuman, incredibly delicious, instant and overnight oatmeal blend developed to feed your body the most optimized blend of vitamins, minerals, and macros. With premium oats, 30 grams of plant-based protein, omega-3 fatty acids, vitamin D3, a probiotic, and digestive enzymes in each pouch, you will never have to think about what to eat for breakfast, pre-workout or post-workout meal, or a healthy meal any time of the day in a pinch. Made four simple and convenient ways. One, just add hot water. Two, overnight in the fridge. Three, add to a delicious smoothie or simply put in the microwave. Take the stress out of worrying about what to eat for a healthy and delicious way to kickstart your day. And if you fast, this is the perfect meal one as it delivers wellness, satiety, and delicious flavors. Pop over to creaturesofhabit.com. That's creaturesofhabit.com with a K, creaturesofhabit.com, and put in promo code K-O-H-P-O-D-20 for 20% off your first order. So 7.30, I work out. I work out from 7.30 typically to 8.39. And then I have, of course, my creatures of habit every single day like clockwork. It's the first the first meal I have every single day, I've had it for many, 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 many years. Only in the last year have I actually made it into a business. <laughs> but I've been eating this oatmeal concoction and having the supplements that I've included into Creatures of Habit for years. Gluten-free oats, 30 grams of plant-based protein, 
uh, chia seeds, flax seeds, pumpkin seeds, omega-3 fatty acids, vitamin D3, probiotic, digestive enzymes, pink Himalayan salt. These are the things that I've, I've, I, you know, I would have every single morning post-workout. It's how I fuel my machine. It's what I put into my body for recovery and for energy. For me, it's a symbol of success. It's a reward that I give myself a healthy reward every single day. It's why I created this business. <laughs> I have the protagonist and then I am typically sitting at my desk at between 9 and 9.30 a.m. at the office. And then my life is out of my control, right? Like, I'm, I mean, I can, I can say yes or no. I can respond or react. But typically between like 9 a.m. in the morning, actually really between like 7.30, 6.30 a.m., 7 a.m., when my family gets into, you know, into the picture and till the time I go to bed at night, my life and the decisions that I make are always going to be influenced by other people. There's no way around it unless you are living by yourself in the woods somewhere. If we can harness the ability to control the time that nobody can influence our decision-making process, like truly control it, what, all the stuff that I just laid out to you, I control 1,000%. There's no one else around to stop me from making those decisions. However, as soon as other people get involved, family, business, work, whatever, your, your ability to control is diluted enormously. So I believe in controlling the controllables. So between 9 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. typically is when I leave my office, I am at the mercy of other people's actions. Again, I can make decisions. I can say yes or no. I can react to something in a poor way or I can appreciate something and respond. But ultimately, I am not in complete control. And then when I get back home, I'm with my family and I, and I gain a little bit more control and I have a whole wind down routine that I'll, that I'll talk to you guys about on, on another episode. But the one thing that I wanted to share that I, that I have changed up and, and I think it's important to, to cover this, you know, that sounds like a very structured routine. It sounds like a very, very structured routine. Some people would even call it robotic. Some people would say it's absurd. The amount of things that I do in the morning, for me, it's my life. I don't even think of them as hardships. I don't. I, I like. I genuinely enjoy all of them. But sometimes that you need to change it up, right? Sometimes something will come up in your life where, like, either maybe I can't be home at you know five, you know six o'clock in the morning anymore. Sometimes I'm gonna have to sacrifice a thing here or there. Uh, sometimes I want to sleep in a little bit later, and that's okay. Like it's okay to not hit all my habits every day because I know what I do gen generally. I recently. About six, seven months ago, I got a infrared sauna and a cold plunge. And now in my garage gym sits my infrared sauna and my cold plunge. So I said to myself, it would be selfish of me <laughs> to use the sauna and the cold plunge outside of my morning routine because that's the time when I'm home that I want to be with my family. My family is like, like everything. I want to be with my family. I don't want to sacrifice time with them so that I can sit in the sauna and the cold plunge. So I'm going to have to figure out a way to fit in the sauna and the cold plunge into my morning routine. And that means instead of sitting at the, the breakfast table with the candle, I go immediately into 
the, the, the sauna. And I sit in the sauna for roughly 25 minutes. In there, I do my meditation and I do my reading. I cannot get to my journaling in there because it's too hard for me to journal in 180 degree uh, sauna. <laughs> so I leave my journal outside, but I do around 25 minutes in the sauna and then I go right into the cold plunge. The cold plunge that I have is held at 39 degrees. The, the, the water never, ever, ever changes temperature. It always stays at 39 degrees. It is very cold. It is scary every single time I go in. I am afraid to go in every single time, yet I don't even blink. I don't even flinch. I get right out of the sauna, I walk directly across, I open up the cold plunge, I take a breath, I step in, I dunk under, and I sit in there for three to five minutes. I cannot tell you how that has given me confidence in my, in my life day to day. I can't tell you the amount of confidence that doing the cold plunge every single morning, knowing all well that within five minutes of going in there, I start to get butterflies in my stomach. I start to feel like, oh my God, this is going to suck. Like, I know this is going to suck and I know that I'm going to do it and I know that I'm going to feel amazing after it. And that for me has been such an incredible addition to my morning routine, the sauna and the cold plunge for a whole litany of reasons. But it has given me an opportunity every single day to fight through and get toward to the other side of fear every single day. Every single morning, I am, I am afraid and I face it head on. I sit in it and I get through it every single day. I force myself into a very, very discomfort, uh, into a very, very uncomfortable situation. And what does that condition me for? That conditions me for being able to better manage uncomfortable situations in the time of the day that I cannot control. So if I force myself into those uncomfortable situations every single day, I do it in the sauna too, because it's very hot in there, sitting in the sauna, and I am probably losing a pound and a half of sweat every single morning, going directly into 39 degree water for five minutes, where my whole entire body basically goes through a phase of absolute like freezing, and then once I get past about a minute and a half of like pain, pain in my knuckles of my hands, pain in the knuckles of my feet, they kind of like go numb. And then I just sit in there until I can't sit anymore um, or until I'm ready to get out, which happens to be somewhere between three and five minutes every day. Sometimes I feel like I can sit in there much longer, um, but five minutes is kind of like what you're supposed to do if, if you want to push it to the, to the limit. And so I just, I absolutely love, I love the cold plunge. I love facing my fear of it every single morning. And I don't think anybody that does the cold plunge on a regular basis is going to tell you that they're like never afraid before they walk in there or never feel uncomfortable while they're in there. Everybody is going to feel uncomfortable in 39 degree water for five minutes. Doesn't matter how strong you are, how big you are, how many times you've done it. It's cold ass water and it is uncomfortable. So I, so, so as soon as I'm done with the cold plunge, I head, I head into the, into the bathroom. I take a two minute shower and then I sit down at the, at the nook and get the candle lit and start my journaling. My son comes down. And so it's worked out really, really well. 
Sometimes I just don't get to everything every day. My reading sometimes takes a hit. Sometimes my journaling takes a hit. I typically get my my meditation done every single day like clockwork. I've got a few other toys that I like to try to incorporate every once in a while. I've got an inversion table that really helps me with uh, my lower back stuff. And and now I, I've recently uh, acquired a, a red light therapy panel that I love using. But that's my morning routine, guys. It's a lot of stuff. I don't expect anyone listening to this to apply all of these things. But my hope with sharing it with you is that you can grab one or two of them, maybe three. Maybe you listen to this every three months or so and try to get all of them because I pro- I'm telling you, I, I have no reason to lie, you guys see it in my social media. Like, I, you know, this makes me who I am. This makes me a better human being. And I just know our commitment to habit, our commitment to making harder decisions brings nothing but happiness and freedom into our lives in the most rawest form. So there you have it, guys. That's my morning routine. Comment below. uh, Really, you know, shoot me a DM. Let me know if this was valuable for you. Ask me any questions you want at Michael Chernow on all platforms. I share a lot of this stuff on my TikTok too. A lot, you know, I spend most of my time on on, on Instagram, but uh, I really do believe in this stuff. I really do believe at my core that, you know, building a morning routine is an opportunity for us to pour the foundation for the success of our day is critical. It really, really does give us an opportunity to feel like we're winning every single day. We get one day, one day. That's what we get. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. There's nothing you can do about yesterday. So you get one day to fucking do it. And uh, starting like that gives you the best opportunity to crush it throughout the rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you on the next one. Peace. And there you have it, folks. I hope we delivered some valuable content for you to implement into your life on a daily basis. Please remember that our habits have the power to make us or break us. Replacing bad habits with great ones is the answer to living a life of happiness, optimism, and high performance. We are capable of achieving anything. We all have what it takes to give it all we've got. Commit to one great habit each day and truly commit and watch how everything in your life starts evolving from good to great. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow us wherever you listen to your podcast. Give us a five-star rating and a nice review that will help us grow this podcast, bring on more amazing guests, and continue to deliver invaluable content on a weekly basis. Lastly, please share this podcast with any friends or family that you think might appreciate it. And always remember, want plus do equals have. Until the next one, fam. Peace.